if you don't take risks in life, you won't get re rewarded from it. It's easy to just sit there and be comfortable. I think being comfortable in life is, is, is just not going to get you anywhere. You're not going to grow from it. You're not going to, opportunities aren't going to come to you. Being comfortable is not good. Like you want to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. We're sponsored today by My Core Balance. Achieve all your fitness goals safely and without injury. Come work out with me at mycorebalance.com. Today we are joined with Siobhan Wilson. Siobhan, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. So you played, uh, you've played some pretty high-level soccer or football, as you guys call it. Uh, and tell, tell us a little bit about that and then about what you're doing now. You're doing a lot in the fitness world and helping other people get healthy and fit. Um, well, obviously I've been playing football for pretty much as long as I can remember. I started when I was about six or seven. And, um, when I was 18, I went over to the States, um, was on a scholarship there for football, um, was there for about five years. Then after I graduated there, I went straight on to play professionally in Spain and Italy. And then, yeah, now I'm back at home in England playing for Crystal Palace and obviously since going out to the states and seeing how things work over there seeing how things work in different countries um kind of just came back and thought oh i, I want to get into you know the fitness industry and help people um, reach their goals so obviously i've got my qualification and yeah now i'm an online coach personal trainer and yeah just help people um reach their fitness goals as simply and as easy as possible and trying to make sure to not cut anything out their diet still enjoy the foods they love while trying to lose weight so that's great i'm sure you get a lot of people whose ears perk up when they hear that you don't want to change their diet they're like oh really i could get <laughs> yeah. fit without changing my diet that's cool. <laughs> so so um I, I like that i i tend to think of myself as the same way i want to take the straightest path to health and fitness I think there's a lot of gimmicks out there. There's a lot of fluff that doesn't really work. So what it like specifically, if somebody comes up to you and says, okay, I'm ready. I want you to give me one or two or three things that I need to be doing right now. Like how would you get somebody started with that? Well, obviously I would ask them what they're currently doing. If they're exercising per week and I'm going to ask you what your diet's like, because people think that it's all about exercise when it's really not. I, I always say like 80% of it is your diet. Like you can run every single day, but if your diet's rubbish, then you're just not, you're not going to see results. Um, so yeah, the first thing I would say is obviously how, how many times a week are you exercising? Are you weightlifting? Because obviously I think a lot of people shy away from that, especially or from what I know, like women shy away from it because they think they'll get too bulky or they don't want to look manly. Um, but obviously lifting weights like three to five times a week will help you massively um, and will contribute to weight loss. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like I said, they just think that it's going to make them look like a bodybuilder and they're going to be walking around looking like this when that's really not the case. And then in terms of diet, I'm going to say, you know, like what are you eating every day? Are you having protein with every meal? 
Um, are you cutting out any foods? Just because if they are, then you don't need to do that. A lot of people think, oh, I need to lose weight. I've got to cut out carbs. No, you don't. You really don't. Um, I always say that carbs is, well, for me anyway, is essential for me because like, like I'm an athlete, you know, I need, I need the carbs to fuel my sessions. But even just for regular people who are on a weight loss journey, like you don't have to cut out carbs. And I kind of, I hate the myth of, you know, carbs make you fat. Like, no, they don't. If any food right, will make right. you fat if you eat too much of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. um, So, yeah, the main two things for me is obviously the exercise, if you're weightlifting, and what your diet's like. Nice. That's great. Um, so do you find, do you find as a soccer player, as a football player that, because even I played soccer for a while up until I was about 15 and our coaches would always tell us to lift weights with our upper body too. And as a, as a middle schooler, high schooler, I did not understand that. Now I do. But what would you tell somebody, even as a soccer player, you're an athlete, you're a professional athlete. Uh, I'm sure you still run across people who are saying like, I don't need to lift weights. I, I'm all about my legs. I need my glutes, my quads, and my calves. Uh, how do you convince that person that they also need shoulders, biceps, triceps, chest, upper back? Well, I mean, like you said, like with, with sports and pretty much majority of sports, not just football, like just training your legs is not, it's not the way forward. I was like that once upon a time. And it was only until I went to America and, you know, America's, like quite what's the word um ahead of the uk in terms of strength and conditioning like when i went over there i was doing exercises that i had i've never even seen before i saw machines in the gym that i've never seen i had no idea um and obviously we was doing gym three times a week and obviously it's important not only to train your legs obviously because for a footballer it's mainly what you use but in terms of power like your chest your back your lower back especially for like deadlifts and stuff like that it kind of it gives you that increased power like the power just doesn't come from your legs it comes from everywhere like when you're going off and you're running and you're using your chest muscles and you're trying to get people off the ball it doesn't just come from your legs it comes from all over and um even with clients like especially again not trying to go for the women here but i find it like with the women especially they just want to train legs but I always say don't neglect your upper body like it's just as important as your lower body um because imagine like you could be walking around with all these with muscly legs and then you just you just look like I don't know it just it just wouldn't look proportionate um if you if you weren't muscly on top but yeah for um athletes especially it's it's crucial that you're training your upper body as well mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot like the sort of stereotype with men is that it's the opposite. Like men just want to train their <laughs> upper body and then they neglect their legs. So I think exactly. we're coming at it from both sides. It's like, you need to do both. You're, you're one full body. Like you need to integrate everything as far as, um, as far For as sure. that goes. Yeah. So what do you tell somebody who um, is maybe getting some success? Let's say one of your clients and then I don't know, six months down the line, they start to sort of fall off the wagon. They start to get tired of it. They lose their motivation. What's your pep talk for somebody like that? Well, I mean, obviously at some point in time with a training, you're going to hit a plateau. Like it's just, it just happens. Um, so normally what I would say is kind of maybe you need to take a break, like a one or two week break just to kind of reset your body, you know, like, to just kind of get your head back in the game and then go back to it because I think um, another myth as well that I try and 
debunk is that you don't have to keep going, going, going. Like rest is just as important as training. Um, I'll take football again for an example. Like as hard as we train, like on our training days, we train really hard, but we make sure that we're resting at the same time. Because in order for your body to perform and for it to perform at the highest level, you need, you have to have rest. Like it's, it's just as important as training. Um, so yeah, I'll kind of just say, look, don't be disheartened. Like it's not, it's, it's not just happening to you. Like it happens, it happens all the time. Like it's not, it's not something that you're doing. It's not on you. Um, but yeah, just take a break, like a one or two week break and then just get back to it and you should be fine. Taking breaks are huge. I've noticed this with myself with, with weightlifting. I used to lift, like you were describing, I used to lift probably five, six days a week. And I just can't, I, I've been doing that since I was 14. I just can't do it anymore. So <laughs> as of right, right now, it's Thursday when we're recording this. I think the last time I lifted was like on Saturday and I had it scheduled okay. to lift on Tuesday, but I cannot even tell you how good I feel right now from taking almost a full week off. And, and I used to fight that. And now I'm like, no, I'm 41 now. I'm like, I think I can still hit the weights hard, but I just need more rest. And that's, I think, yeah. another thing that, like you said, people will fight me on this. And I'll say, I'll tell people, like, I only lift weights maybe five times a month, a month. And I'm like, but the main reason is because I've done so much prep work in the past. Um, and I'm also working out, I'm doing core work as well. But it, it's funny, like, I'm, I'm with you as far as like, there are a lot of myths and a lot of misnomers out there that people think like, oh, I have to do it this way. I have to do it that way. I have to do it this way. And just kind of getting them off that, that train and getting them into something that's a little more simple. I think um, you're on the right track with that. I think that's really great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, fair play to you for lifting weights since you was 14. <laughs> like, that's, that's some good going. That's some good going. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, <laughs> so I know you're playing, you're playing a really high level, um, soccer, football, and, um, you know, so for a lot of people, a lot of your clients, maybe you're at this, like, you're definitely at this upper level, right? You're at this upper echelon of even fit people are looking at you saying, wow, not only are you fit, but you are an athlete, you're a professional athlete. Um, so that, I think sometimes that can show, or sometimes people can let themselves off the hook and they say like, oh man, sorry. I just got a call. Okay. No so I think sometimes people can sort of use that as an excuse to let themselves off the hook. They can say something, oh, well, it's easy for you, Siobhan. Like you're an athlete, you have all these trainers, you have whatever their excuses. So I really like this next question with all my guests because it kind of will humanize you a little bit and show like, hey, I struggle too. It's not like everything's perfect in my life. So where do you struggle with your health and fitness and what's your strategy for getting past that? I would say, I mean, now since obviously my qualification and kind of getting, seeing like more knowledge about the whole field, um, obviously before I had little to no knowledge. I was literally like everyone else, like believing these myths, thinking that I had to cut out carbs, I had to, you know, not eat bread, I had to not eat pasta and things like that. Um, so, like, it's, I would say, me being in the situation that I am now and having the knowledge that I do, I can, when obviously people, if someone was to say that to me, I can be like, look, listen, I was just like you once upon a time. I cut out carbs, I cut this out. I thought I had to do this. I thought I had to train every day. 
But now I'm implementing these things into my lifestyle. I'm eating the things that I want to eat. I'm not cutting out anything. I'm making sure I'm having adequate rest. If I can do that, then you can do it as well. Um, so I kind of just present it to them like that. And I mean, I've never been the type of person to be like overweight or, you know, anything like that. But I was like, you know, had quite a bit of body fat once upon a time. For an athlete, it was, it was, it was a lot. Um, and that was just because I was just eating fast food. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm an athlete, so I can eat whatever I want. I mean, technically I still do now, but it's what I'm consuming, which makes the difference. Mm-hmm. So before I would be eating, I don't know, I'd go to McDonald's and I'll go, especially when I was in America and I was trying all the different fast <laughs> food. I was, I was like, oh yeah, I'll try that. I'll try a bit of that. Um, but yeah, with me now, because obviously, like I said, I have the knowledge it's what I'm putting into my body. I eat what I want, but like 80% of it is like healthy, whole nutritious foods. And like the other 20% is for like, you know, the foods that I love, like the chocolate, I want a bit of ice cream or something like that, a bit of pizza. Um, it's just, it's, it's just all about having the foods that you love in moderation. And I think not a lot of people understand that. They think that, oh no, like and they label foods as good or bad. Like there's no such foods as good or bad. And I always say that just simply because if you're doing that, then you're gonna like restrict yourself from certain things. You're not gonna enjoy your diet. Um, you're gonna create an unhealthy relationship with your diet and you're just gonna be miserable. So it's important as well to see, see no food as a certain thing. Just think of it in the eight, 80% to 20% ratio and you'll be fine. Yeah, I think that 80-20 is, is huge and moderation and not, not demonizing foods and not feeling guilty for eating certain foods. I think that's, very good advice uh, that a lot of trainers have said that. And I really am glad that trainers are talking like that because it sort of takes, takes a lot of the stress off. It's like, you know, yeah, eat your pizza, sure. go to, go to your kid's birthday party, have some cake. It's no big deal. And then just get back right, you know, right back on the wagon. It's fine. So definitely. So Siobhan, I want to go a little bigger picture here. We've been talking about health, fitness, Uh, I want to go bigger picture. Let's say you were hired by a university or a corporation to give a motivational speech. So big, like life principles, goal setting, or whatever, you know, whatever direction you want to go. You can tell a story if you want, whatever you want to do. Um, What's your one to two minute motivational speech for them? Well, you put me on the spot here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So obviously due to obviously things that I've been through in my life, um, I would say when once you hit obstacles in your life and there's going to be there's going to be things that you're going to have things in your head you're going to have a plan in your head about life that you want to happen you're going to think right I want to do this that and this and you've got a plan out and 90% of the time it does not work like that and it's important to not get discouraged because obstacles are put in your way for a reason for you to overcome them for you to grow as a person from them and if you know something doesn't work out um i always i'm a, I'm a firm believer that it's because the universe has something better planned for you um it might it may not make sense at that particular time but i guarantee you like a year or a couple months down the line you'll look back and think wow like so that's why that didn't work out because now i've got this and nine times out of ten the thing that will come up is pretty much 10 times better than the thing that you already had planned. Um, and I would say, you know, without, if you don't take risks in life, you won't get re- rewarded from it. It's easy to just 
sit there and be comfortable. I think being comfortable in life is, is, is just not going to get you anywhere. You're not going to grow from it. You're not going to, opportunities aren't going to come to you. Being comfortable is not good. Like you want to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because in that way you can grow as a person, you can reach goals, you can literally, whatever you want to achieve, you can do it, but you're not going to do it if you're, if you're literally comfortable. Like it's just, it's just what I've learned from life and what I've understood from situations. And yeah, like I said, without risk, come rewards. And I always say, I always stick by it. He who dares wins. So if something scares you, then you should probably do it because um, I'm sure that something good is going to come out of it. Right. That's great. I love that. Uh, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's awesome. Yeah. And definitely something that you've, I'm sure needed to employ in your quest to become an athlete and then to compete at that high level for as long as you have. That's great. Um, Siobhan, we're going to wrap it up, but I want to give people watching a chance to get in touch with you. How do they find you? What's your website, social media? Um, so I'm on TikTok. My TikTok is Wilson Coaching. Um, I post all sorts of things on there. And my Instagram is Wilson Coaching UK. And yeah, those are the two things that I'm mainly on and they're the most active things I, that I have on social media at the moment. All right, sounds good. Well, Siobhan Wilson, I want to thank you for joining me today on Health in the Real World. I really appreciate it. And hopefully we can get you back soon and uh, best of luck with your uh, football season. <laughs> Great, thank you for having me. It was lovely to talk to you. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure balance.com to learn more.